you're about to enter into a new world of knowledge, curiosities, and high strangeness. This is a podcast of Straight Up Strange Productions. When I hear the term frequency, I think of the 2000 science fiction thriller starring Dennis Quaid and Jim Caviezel, which, in the humble opinion of your host, is a fantastic film. But in physics, frequency is the number of waves that pass a fixed point in time, or the number of vibrations undergone during one unit of time. At its most basic, Frequency is how often something repeats. It's measured in hertz, and one hertz is equal to one cycle per second. Frequency is everywhere. All things in our universe are constantly in motion, vibrating. Even objects that look stationary, chairs, tables, trees, are actually vibrating, oscillating at various frequencies. The human body has vibrational frequency all the way down to its cells, molecules, and atoms. The Earth hums at its own frequency. Knowing about frequency is fascinating, but also important for our health. Some vibrational frequencies could cause serious injury and impact our emotional well-being. For example, microwave radiation can heat body tissue the same way it heats food, and exposure to high levels of microwaves can cause painful burns. Certain holistic centers teach that a low frequency in the body can make us more susceptible to disease and can negatively impact our mental health. Some scientists think that frequency can explain life's greatest mysteries, the reality or non-reality of ghosts and aliens, even the human consciousness. There are so many enigmas surrounding frequency. Stay with us as we explore the frequencies that make up Earth's secret symphony. I'm Jaden McKell, and you're listening to Straight Up Enigmas. Like I mentioned earlier, frequency is the number of repeating vibrations that occur in a second, and it's measured in hertz. All things have a frequency, even the human body down to the cellular level. Wellness coach Sherry Parks explains that higher frequency in the body results in better health. Bruce Taino, a famous researcher and developer of Taino technology, found that a healthy human body resonates at a frequency of about 62 to 70 megahertz. And when the frequency drops to 58 megahertz, that's when disease can set in. If our frequency drops to 58 megahertz, then we're likely to get a cold or flu. If our frequency drops to 42 megahertz, 
we become susceptible to cancer within the body. The lower the frequency, the closer we are to death. This may sound a bit dramatic, but in my research, I found other institutions agree with the idea that humans have an optimal frequency that occurs when each of the cells in the body vibrates at the frequency it was designed to. Purely Simple Organic Living, one of the top holistic centers in the United States for autoimmune disease, reports that as your frequency drops due to environmental and physiological factors, your immune system is compromised and opportunistic bacteria and viruses are able to wreak havoc on your body, making you more susceptible to disease. Trapped emotions stored in our organs, muscles, and tissues as pockets of electromagnetic energy also have a negative influence on our well-being. The center suggests raising your frequency by eating healthy, organic foods, cutting out processed junk foods, and using crystals and essential oils. Another way to naturally raise your body's frequency is by unplugging from technology, like electrical appliances, TVs, cell phones, and Wi-Fi, and getting out into nature. That's because the Earth itself has a natural frequency. The planet's natural frequency is called the Schumann Resonance, which pulsates at a rate of 7.83 Hz. Some scientific studies show that the human brain reaches its ultimate potential for health and wellness when it resonates with the Earth's 7.83 Hz frequency. Staying in sync with the Earth's natural frequency is believed to positively affect physical and mental health, daily performance, and promote an overall sense of well-being. Interference from modern technology can negatively affect the body's immune system, energy levels, and interfere with sleep quality. Interference from modern technology can negatively affect the body's immune system, energy levels, and interfere with sleep quality. Before this, I had never heard of the Schumann Resonance and was fascinated by the idea that our planet has a pulse. NASA calls it a repeating atmospheric heartbeat. NASA explains that at any given moment, about 2,000 thunderstorms roll over Earth, producing about 50 flashes of lightning every second. Each lightning burst creates electromagnetic waves that begin to circle around Earth captured between Earth's surface and a boundary about 60 miles up. Some of the waves, if they have just the right wavelength, combine, increasing in strength to create that atmospheric heartbeat known as the Schumann Resonance. The waves created by lightning remain trapped inside an atmospheric ceiling created by the lower edge of the ionosphere a part of the atmosphere filled with charged particles, which begins about 60 miles up into the sky. In this case, the sweet spot for resonance requires the wave to be at least as long as the circumference of Earth. This is an extremely low-frequency wave that can be as low as 8 hertz, 
about 100,000 times lower than the lowest frequency radio waves used to send signals to an AM-FM radio. You can listen to Earth's vibrational frequency, 7.83 Hz, just by doing a quick search online. I actually listened to the Schumann Resonance on YouTube while writing a lot of this episode. Scientific experiments have shown that people tuning into 7.83 Hz, the planet's own magnetic frequency, have experienced benefits like enhanced learning and memory, body rejuvenation, balance, improved stress tolerance, anti-jet lag, anti-mind control, and grounding. Sound frequency can be an effective healing modality. However, it's not intended to fully replace professional, medical, or counseling advice. If you suffer from a mental or physical illness, always seek help from a trusted therapist or doctor. In 1989, NASA launched the INSPIRE Project, a nonprofit scientific educational corporation that provides engaging opportunities for students to observe naturally occurring very low frequency waves generated by lightning in the ionosphere. The project has provided about 3,000 school children and other groups with radio receiver kits to make field observations of what they call natural radio. The INSPIRE receiver is designed to receive radio waves in the 0 to 10 kilohertz frequency range, which is audible to the human ear when converted to sound waves by either speakers or headphones. NASA's project has been a success. There's a whole subculture of natural radio enthusiasts who listen to, record, and collect rare and beautiful sounds from Earth's ionosphere. The noises these researchers hunt were first discovered in the early days of radio. Soldiers on field telephones at the front lines of World War I would say that some days they could hear staccato pops and falling whistles coming through the wire. They figured it was enemy fire. Their true source was unknown for a long time. Newspapers, for example, claimed they were extraterrestrial voices. Today, researchers understand these sounds to be the product of very low frequency waves. Radio frequencies with wavelengths from 10 to 100 kilometers. They're generated by natural phenomena mostly thunderstorms, but also volcanoes and tornadoes. During a thunderstorm, for example, lightning emits electromagnetic waves that are distinct from the clap of thunder. They travel not at the speed of sound, but at the speed of light. The effect is a chorus of tones made up of what are called static spherics, sharp tweaks, and rare, otherworldly whistlers. The following is a short clip, provided courtesy of the INSPIRE project of these sounds.
There are also practical reasons to study very low frequency waves. They could, for example, be useful in satellite communications. Very low frequency radiation traveling through the magnetosphere appears to reduce the number of charged particles, which can damage satellite electronics. Engineers could learn to extend the life of satellites by sending man-made VLF waves into space. There are two more mysterious aspects of frequency I want to explore. Whether infrasound can explain ghostly encounters and even the existence of the human consciousness. We'll be back right after this. Thank you to Best Fiends for sponsoring this episode. You know, I found that the perfect way for me to relax and take a break from my true crime research is the mobile puzzle game Best Fiends. The game is full of fun, challenging puzzles, and you know how I love solving puzzles. But it's a casual game, so it doesn't stress me out, which is perfect these days. I love that every time I open the game, there's always something new going on, whether it's a new challenge, fun monthly event, or just new levels. I just got to level 820 and love the current challenge of Bo's diving lessons. I am so motivated to beat six levels so I can win a bunch of awesome rewards. If you're tired of the same old puzzle game, this is the game for you. The makers of Best Fiends have created a whole world right on my phone. It's got fun music and it's bright and colorful with great graphics. There's a story behind each of these cute characters. Jojo the butterfly really helps me out with her special horizontal bomb. And when she wallops a slug, it can be felt by a slug 3,000 miles away. Trust me, you don't want to miss out on this game. With over 100 million downloads, this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Do you enjoy science, spooky stories, and all things paranormal? We do too. While we would love for most paranormal stories to be true, we are here to tell you that they probably aren't. But that doesn't make them any less fun to speculate about. We are the Spooky Science Sisters podcast. In this podcast, we bring you bi-weekly discussions on possible scientific explanations behind the supernatural. Backed up by research articles and other credible sources, we do deep dives into things like archaeology and physics and share in-depth discussions with topic experts. Visit us at SpookyScienceSisters.com to listen to a couple of skeptics debunk some of your favorite alien encounters, cryptid sightings, and ghost stories with science, sass, and a significant amount of laughter. Thank you, and stay spooky. The typical range for human hearing runs from 20 hertz to 20,000 hertz. Everything above this range of hearing is called ultrasound, and anything below is called infrasound. Experts call the infrasound in the 18.9 Hz range the fear frequency because such sounds may induce feelings of anxiety 
especially at higher intensities. Scientific researchers at NASA have found that the resonant frequency of the human eye is around 18 hertz. This could explain why sounds in this range might produce hallucinations. So, low-frequency sounds could cause people to have unusual experiences and make them see things that some refer to as ghosts. Where did this theory of the fear frequency start? Vic Tandy, a British engineer and lecturer in information technology, was working late one night in a research laboratory of a medical manufacturing company in the 1980s. The idea that the labs might be haunted had already been placed in his head by other staff members, but Tandy chalked it up to the machines that constantly operated in the facility. Then, Tandy had the unshakable feeling that someone or something else was in the room with him, though he was alone. Something emerged from his peripheral vision, but when he turned to face it, it vanished. According to online publication Nerdist, when Tandy returned to the lab the next day, he just so happened to have his fencing sword with him. While polishing it, he noticed that the blade was vibrating. He surmised that something within the lab must be causing the vibration, and the culprit ended up being a recently installed fan that was vibrating and generating a low-frequency sound known as an infrasound. These sounds, which occur below the threshold of human hearing, were the subject of pain-inducing experiments performed by the Russian-born French scientist Vladimir Gavro in the 1960s. Neil deGrasse Tyson chatted about the phenomena that arise due to infrasounds on a 2011 episode of his Star Talk radio show, one that was not coincidentally released on Halloween. So, Tandy's ghost turned out to be the result of an infrasound with a frequency around 19 hertz, which resonates with the human eyeball and makes things in your peripheral vision, like dust motes, appear larger and scarier than they really are. Tandy then published his findings in the peer-reviewed journal of the Society for Psychical Research. He followed up that paper with a similar one after investigating a reported haunting of a 14th century cellar and finding another case of infrasonic vibrations. Infrasonic frequency can affect humans and animals in several ways, causing discomfort, dizziness, blurred vision by vibrating your eyeballs, hyperventilation, and fear possibly leading to panic attacks. If you want to try it for yourself, you can listen to an 18.98 Hz recording on YouTube. You might not experience anything at all, but you might see a ghostly figure out of the corner of your eye, or even experience a sense of paralyzing fear. When I listened to the fear frequency, I felt it more than heard it. It did make me feel uneasy, but I didn't see or experience anything spooky. 
Could infrasound be the explanation for all supernatural happenings? Now, there's one more enigma related to frequency that I'd like to explore, and that has to do with consciousness. The ancient mind-body problem, which basically asks, what is the relationship between mind and matter, has been puzzling philosophers for thousands of years. How does consciousness relate to matter? University of California Santa Barbara psychology professors Hunt and Schooler have developed what they call a resonance theory of consciousness. They suggest that resonance, or synchronized vibrations, are at the heart of not only human consciousness, but also animal consciousness and of physical reality in general. Resonance is a type of motion characterized by oscillation between two states. And ultimately, all matter is just vibrations of various underlying fields. All of nature vibrates. Something interesting happens when different vibrating things come together. They will often start, after a little while, to vibrate together at the same frequency. They sync up, sometimes in ways that can seem mysterious. This is described as the phenomenon of spontaneous self-organization. An example is how the moon's rotation is exactly synced with its orbit around the Earth, so that we always see the same side. Neuroscientists have also identified resonance in their research. Large-scale neuron firing occurs in human brains at measurable frequencies. For example, German neurophysiologist Pascal Fries has explored the ways in which electrical patterns sync up in the brain to produce different types of human consciousness. Fries focuses on gamma, beta, and theta waves. Each type of wave refers to the speed of electrical oscillations in the brain, measured by electrodes placed on the outside of the skull. Groups of neurons produce these oscillations as they use electrochemical impulses to communicate with each other. It's the speed and voltage of these signals that, when averaged, produce EEG waves that can be measured at signature cycles per second. Gamma waves are associated with large-scale coordinated activities like perception, meditation, or focused consciousness, beta with alertness, concentration, and cognition, and theta with relaxation or daydreaming. These three wave types work together to produce, or at least facilitate, various types of human consciousness, according to Fries. But the exact relationship between electrical brainwaves and consciousness is still very much up for debate. Hunt and Schooler, the two professors at University of California, Santa Barbara, have built their resonance theory upon the work of Fries and others. They suggest that all things may be viewed as at least a little conscious. 
panpsychism, the view that all matter has some consciousness, argues that consciousness did not emerge at some point during evolution. Instead, it's always been associated with matter. An electron or an atom, for example, has just a tiny amount of consciousness. They claim that non-living things, like boulders and piles of sand, are just collections of highly rudimentary conscious entities at the atomic or molecular level only. Living things are made up of these tiny micro-conscious entities. The central thesis of their approach is this. The pathways that allow for large-scale consciousness like those humans and other mammals enjoy, result from a shared resonance among many smaller constituents. The speed of the resonant waves that are present is the factor that determines the size of each conscious entity in each moment. It's all about vibrations, but it's also about the type of vibrations, and most importantly, about shared vibrations. What do you think? Does frequency affect our physical, mental, and emotional health? Does it explain away supernatural encounters? Can frequency be at the root of human consciousness? Find us on Instagram at Straight Up Enigmas or Twitter at Straight Enigmas and let us know. If you like the show, please remember to hop onto Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to give us a five-star rating. It really helps the podcast. This episode was written and produced by me, Jaden McKell. It was edited by Austin Blackwell. The theme song, Straight Up Enigmas, was created by Chuck Flyer. You can find links to all the articles we utilized in our research and narration in the show notes. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you on the next episode of Straight Up Enigmas. This podcast is a part of Straight Up Strange Productions. Discover more shows like this one at straightupstrange.com.